It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Doc Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, your Concierge for Better Living, here at CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadios, Spotify, all over the internet, all over the globe. We're talking cannabis, we're talking health, we're talking better living, and uh, it's a real pleasure to have my guest today, uh, friend and colleague and cannabis advocate and educator, Heidi Parikh from My Compassion. Thanks, Heidi, for coming on and being a guest today, sharing us some information on My Compassion, some of the things you're working on. Hi, Doc Rob. Thank you for having me on again. It's always a pleasure. Uh, you're up there in uh, chilly Michigan, huh? Chile, Michigan, yes. We, nice at this time of year, we just are all can't wait for spring. So <laughs> we know it's right around the corner. Yeah, hopefully. so it's around the corner, and Michigan is one of the big moving states right now with legalizing uh, adult use uh, this year and lots of things happening and, you know, always challenges, pros and cons, but, you know, it's great that you've been part of this scene for quite some time. Give our readers, uh, our listeners, sorry, um, some background on my compassion and what you do with that. Because again, people hear a lot of these. I know it's an organization, nonprofit, but there's a lot of them out there. And so I just love to give the little spotlight to my compassion for a moment. Thank you. So most people do not know what a 501c3 federal charity is, and it's quite different than a state nonprofit. And it is like a category where your church, your universities, um, many nonprofits um, begin. Usually something that touches the heart or normally begun with grassroots, like My Compassion did. And we were founded by patients who were impacted ourselves and we saw others. And we wanted to make sure that the information that we were learning was shared with others first. And it's in my nature to get involved, <laughs> and I did. And everyone would call me and ask me questions and this and that, and it just began from there. And I've talked so much about the past and my compassion. Ten years, it's our 10-year anniversary. We Gosh. began in '09, and uh, Michigan is 10 years old with their Michigan Medical Marijuana Act, that law. And since then, we've had so much more. You probably ever, you know, a lot of the listeners know, and some maybe not. We're recreational now. That just happened in November. But I'll get back to my compassion. And what I'm so excited about is we've been talking for a very long time about a center for education and research. And we are so happy that we are getting there this year. Early spring has been our target. And we've had a committee formed for almost a year now to really work on that and the planning of that to hopefully work with the counties on the, providing the education that's needed, um, updated current information. You know, I, I hope they don't step backwards and, and stay in that mode. We need to understand what cannabis is doing today and what cannabis is today and who better than to teach that than those who have been actually doing it for 10 years. So, um, oh, like great. you see in many, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, there's so, so many things. It's, it's, it's hard when you say education. It's hard for people to understand what that means. I mean, people, you can write a book, but by the way, is amazing that you've written a great chapter in the book, The Cannabis Conundrum, which really outlines a lot of these nonprofit challenges, some of the differences between state and federal nonprofits, which I want to talk about more today. But, um, you know, when you hear education, you've done everything from, you know, cons- you know, basically going into the communities and outreaching and connecting in small little, you know, spaces with small groups that keep growing in the larger groups to having big conventions at Navy Pier in Chicago. And, you know, it's, it's, so it's not just one dimensional, it's so many different approaches to get the word out there and to put good information on the, on, on, you know, on the streets, as they say. Absolutely. And, and I shared that with a lot of the exhibitors that were at the expo yesterday and about, um, cut, sorry. I lost track of where we were, Doc Rob. Okay. So just basically go into, you could just say, uh, yesterday I was at a, an expo actually, and you know, we were talking topic? about this. We were just talking about the different types of education, the com- community outreach. Yes, the, thank you. Thank the, you. That's <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So at the expo yesterday, in introducing myself and my compassion and talking that and inviting them out to the 420 Canada Expo, which we'll get to later, is explaining that My Compassion is not an expo uh, company. What we've done always is we knew very, I knew very early on that I couldn't change the mind of the politicians. And I said, we're going to lobby the public. We have to get to the public with our information because they can't stop us from doing that. And the public, you know, it took time because we're reversing years of, of a thought process. So it, it really does take a lot of time. But the education, we started out in a library with six that we outgrew the library. We went to the Civic Center right next door. We had over 100 or so. We had ice skaters downstairs. Then we would do uh, events just out in the public, anywhere we could go, <laughs> any place that we could be welcomed. And then when we received our 501c3 <clears throat> approval, that opened up a lot more doors. Uh, we went to TACOM Warren, the military base. We were at the federal buildings. We were at the, vet, the veteran uh, hospitals. And I always made sure to protect the organization in the manner that it would not lose its status because it was very precious. We were the first one to receive the status in the state of Michigan uh, for cannabis education and fourth in the country at the time. We were sort of shunned and looked at it as goody two-shoes because we did step out of the pot parties. We stepped out of the, the industry more. You know, there were patients absolutely in the very beginning coming out, but there were just regular users. And even myself, who was a regular user, didn't even understand medicine as a medicine. <laughs> we only knew in 2009 flour, brownies, cookies. We had no idea at the time like it was medicine. So I think those that were really comfortable with cannabis were the first, of course, to get their cards. And little did we know that we would not be taking our opioids because we could use it more. And that's what happened to me. So so many things in education and teaching and, and helping people with this. We, we are not a legal group, but we really work to bring legal advisors along with medical advisors because the public, you have law-abiding citizens back in 09, 10, who would call and say, you know, I was arrested. I've never been arrested, but I was carrying my cannabis or I went out of state with it or I didn't follow the laws. 
Right. So we come up with a guidebook. We have volume three coming out um, uh, for Hash Bash this year so that they people could understand and stay safe. So, the, you know, the medical, the public safety, the education, you know, you were at the Chicago Canicon. I was telling them at the expo yesterday. We did the first Chicago Canicon, and they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, back in 2014. And they didn't want us some there. Time. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> no. and, you know, we were talking about that. You know, the, the medical community in Chicago was pretty much saying to the doctors and nurses, the ones that wanted just to learn. We weren't selling anything. We weren't even charging them. So I said, come yeah. and learn a little bit about something that you're going to be dealing with soon. No matter what you feel about it, it's going to be in front of you with a patient in the near yeah. future. And we tried to appeal to them, and they were they were pushed back. And and I, I what would you said earlier you know it's it's you know it's all about the first people that are comfortable are the ones that used it in the past or have some familiarity but more and more yeah. we're seeing people even government officials look at, look at john boehner i mean come on the guy was <laughs> anti 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 and the second he got out of politics said oh i might as well join on the, the train <laughs> you know so we, we see a lot of this happening but one of the things i i, I point out is that and from your own experience is that when I don't like using the term recreational personally, I like adult use or informed, con mm -hmm. <laughs> informed consent of sorts, like saying, I, I know what I'm doing and I'm making that choice consciously. I've always been about conscious mm -hmm. consumerism. But the reason is, is because even when someone's using it in the quote, quote, recreational approach, they don't understand perhaps that it's helping them physiologically it's helping them with their health it's some in some way it's providing something now others can say oh people do that they go to alcohol they go to this and that i said not exactly because that's dulling the system versus reacting with the system in a positive way and so i just think that's one of our differentiators. Yeah. yeah go ahead sorry no. i heard that a lot yesterday what you're saying is it's you know all used even with recreational you don't really look at it. People don't wouldn't look at that as medical. And what I see as a patient, and how, when I said we originally started with just cookies and brownies and the flour to smoke, then vape pens came out and the oils and then big vape, <laughs> what were they called, the volcanoes and just all kinds. We, we became so inventive as people that we took it upon ourselves, and I was one of them to learn what do I do with this whole plant, mm -hmm. learning that, wow, I, I really like it and my body likes it and I'm not using cannabis and I'm more active and everything was uh, just a full positive shift for me, but I knew cannabis. People who don't understand cannabis and they'll use it for the first time, they're gonna get high. They, they're going to feel it, especially if they go beyond just a, a, a small amount. Right. Some of them don't want to feel that. They don't want to repeat that. Some, you know, use too much and, and definitely don't want to. So it's, it, you have to be, there's just certain phases and levels to cannabis. Right. But the difference between medical and we'll call adult use um, is over the past 10 years, if we had cancer patients and we would refer them to a dispensary for the longest time and even to date, I bet you even to date in the licensed ones, you will not find product for medical patients. 
real medical patients. Let's let's define that for cancer patients. The, yeah, the cancer oil. Patients. Right, excuse me. Yes, we let's yeah. define that. You're right for patients who have cancer who are looking for like the pure, you know, uh, the cannabis oils. Right, or extreme um, concentrated product, not just to push their limits, but to actually get a, a benefit. So, um, yeah, listen, I, I, and they need important. so they do need different products. They need different dosing yeah. and things like that. So there's there's still not that focus, and I. I still believe that that focus is going to come through Big Pharma, unfortunately. Yep. People don't want to hear that, but I believe that's where you're going to, we're going to see medical, real medical. All right. Not well, let's take a quick break because, I, I mean, I definitely love this point. I want to talk about the difference with the medical and the different types of products and some of the other things we found. But let's take a quick break. This is Hadi Parikh, mycompassion.org. Uh, awesome. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better women. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you like yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah? Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. Only on CannabisRadio.com And we are back. And, I, and we were just talking, this is with Heidi Perique from My Compassion. We're talking about Michigan. We're talking about, and this is in the case around the country and then some, is that there are different needs for this plant. And there's different benefits uh, that people individually are experiencing or are looking for. Unfortunately, even though we call this medical or adult use or medical or recreational, medical is still being discovered. The science, the research is still being worked on. How do we you know, really dose properly? What's the right dose for you as an individual patient with this X condition? And unfortunately, while we're still in a young stage of this, of the, of this industry, we're seeing that um, we're in the middle of the road, I feel. Like we have, we don't have those 
pharmaceutical grade type, high concentration medication type products widely available. And I mean that in both spectrums. I mean, we had in Florida here, um, you know, a, a doctor recommend to a, to a, a cancer patient raw juice and went to the dispensary and there's no raw juice available in exactly. dispensaries. And so another one needs a specifically high concentrated, you know, uh, of THC to potentially treat a cancer or a tumor. And that's not available in 99% of the dispensaries or you have to get it custom made if that's even possible by someone as a caregiver or something of that nature. So we have to, right. you know, take every. Or there's not off. an uninterrupted flow. They yeah. might get it one week, but then they don't have that that product the next time that they need it, and so, and I and I'll tell you when we talk about big pharma, a lot of people are like, oh. <laughs> so, hey, if it will kill, cure cancer, whatever you want to call it, I'm all for it as long as everybody has access affordably. Right. The thing about cannabis, and I've learned this, is I I wish we everybody would realize and the we could make the shift to let us grow it naturally in our yards. If everyone can grow it, hopefully the theft would stop, although there will always be lazy people. Yes. Um, is if we could just grow it ourselves, we can extract ourselves. It's easy. It's not complicated. We, at an affordable price, and we can treat ourselves. And if we can incorporate it into a garden of all kinds of wonderful things for our body and make that shift, not just, because I always say it's not just cannabis, you know, you can't use cannabis and then just, you know, go eat McDonald's seven days a week. Exactly. You've got to have a healthy body, uh, a lifestyle for your body and incorporate other things into that. So I'm, I can't wait to see all the things that get incorporated into it to make it even healthier. Yes. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about this as a vegetable, as another plant, as some of the mineral nutrient benefits of kale to some of the therapeutic benefits of valerian root. Um, it's funny, everyone pulls out the terpene. Oh, it's got linalool in it. I'm like, oh, you mean the terpene that's found in <laughs> lavender, the lavender that we've been using in essential oils, aromatherapy, even helping with sleep and supplement form for years. This is not new, but a lot of people plant medicine as a whole based on uh, the U.S. North American model of pharmacology in the medical system for the last, you know, who knows, hundred years, plant medicine was always foo-foo or ineffective or untested or unproven. And but meanwhile, thousands of years before that, we were using these plants to heal. So that's what right. I think. Uh, <laughs> we're turning around, and uh, again, it, it takes a lot of people to turn this and make this message more clear. And I think that's really why. I, I always want to support what you're doing is because it's about the people. This is not about you selling a product. This is not you trying to make a dollar on it. This is about you getting patients. I wish we could sell products. I know, and that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, you know, we can't. We're very careful, yes. And some people are in that sense, and, and I get it, but the reality is, is that where you guys take a different approach is really patient-focused, people first. It's about the grassroots campaigning, getting everyone involved, but you know, it's opening eyes, giving people a chance. I know you've had this with even government officials over the 10 years in Michigan that somewhere you're complete naysayers 10 years ago are now coming on board saying, I want to be your mm-hmm. friend. And, you know. Well, we definitely have a friendly government now for it. Yes. And I think we'll see a lot of good things come out of it and hopefully more directed towards the people and not yeah. the government, you know, um, and what they want in, in this administration. So what what they want is a party. No, I'm kidding. Um, what they want is 
<laughs> gatherings. And well, everybody wants share. a party. Everyone wants a party. So as most people, I'm sure, listening to this, if you don't know, I'll give you some basic cannabis information. April 20th, 420, is a known cannabis holiday. And that's there's numerous backstories. I'm not going into all of that. If you don't know, look up at Wikipedia 420. But I will tell you that there are going to be some amazing events all around the world on 420 to celebrate this plant, to celebrate the end of prohibition, to celebrate our moving forward and, and eyes opening. And one of the exciting events that I wanted to talk about was the 420 Canna Expo in Michigan that you're helping to organize. Uh, I'm excited to be invited to be a part of it, to help emcee it, uh, to keep everyone smiling and informed and fill in any gaps and answer any questions. So that's obviously April 20th. Tell our listeners a little bit about that event, if you don't mind. So this is, it's not even here yet. It feels like one of my most favorite events. Um, the casino, you know, the venues are always important, especially to my compassion, because it's who we're reaching, and we want to reach the public. Right. And going back to the education, we do 360. We do, we do doctors. We do patients. We do and everyone and everyone. It doesn't end. Social workers, CPS. Um, so with Police that, <laughs> everyone, this is, <laughs> we are full 360, everything cannabis and hemp. So if you're into business, it's great. If you're a consumer, it's great. Um, the location is Central Michigan, and it's just a beautiful venue. And Soaring Eagle, I've been to a lot of events, as you have. You are there, you go through the exhibiting, and, you know, it's, it's where's the fun? <laughs> Unless you're in Vegas. So this is a lot of fun, too. It's family-friendly. So we, in our registration... I have so many people asking if you have to be 18, if you have to have a card, if you have to have this and that. So I'll make it clear, this is family friendly. and But you do have to have an adult with you if you are under 18. And uh, children are welcome. I even told the exhibitors yesterday, you're welcome to bring your kids. <laughs> They're like, nice. really? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and um, so with that, the it's free. This is unheard of, okay. too, because everybody's always looking to make a buck. But we are really looking to make the difference. And Soaring Eagle really worked with us so that we could do this for the public and for all of the 5,000-some-plus that are in the casino that weekend. And the reason there's so many, it's a holiday weekend, not just 420, but it's Easter weekend. That's true. That's true. And Yes, yeah, so well, they'll have a, it's great for everyone that was listening. Let me recap real quick because you said a really bunch of cool bullets. Number one, okay. it's a free event, okay? So there's no reason if you're in Michigan or anywhere nearby that you don't want to come out and check it out and meet the exhibitors and learn about the cannabis and have some great speakers. So that's number one free. And it's also not in some quiet little remote like restaurant it's in a casino. It's a soaring, soaring Eagle Casino in Central Michigan. So it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of things to do. You're not going to be isolated. It's a great destination. And number three, I love the family-friendly idea. This is not something we need to hide from our children. You don't hide your beer bottle from your kids. You don't hide. Right. You know, you be responsible adults. You talk to them. You educate them. You let them be informed. The lesson that I've always learned was what we can't have, 
we want more. What we don't know, we search to discover. And with young children, it's always been the case. We've seen cannabis use in teens and young adults decrease in legal states because it's not anymore an unknown. It's not a mystery. It's not, ooh, I shouldn't touch it, so let me go touch it. It's something that we have to really be open about, explain to people. Some people use this just to relax. Some people use this to sleep better. Some people use it because they're very sick, and this is what helps them. This is their medicine. And this is what we have to talk to all ages to really understand that this is no longer you know, reefer madness, and this is no longer going to drive people crazy, and this is not the case anymore. We are evolving and, and more aware. Right. And Dr. Rob, you've been a lot of my compassion events to MC and have seen lots of parents with children in wheelchairs. They want to come out and learn and that's we want them to come and learn and, and feel comfortable to bring their children. It's very respectable events. It covers every aspect of aspect but in the, in the most respectable way that you can. But we also still have lots of fun things to do built around that. Oh, yeah. Definitely check it out, 420canaexpo.com. Um, and we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back, wrap up this awesome show with Heidi Parikh from My Compassion. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CannabisRadio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the second annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 2nd and 3rd at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for another can't-miss event. Sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Learn more at usccexpo.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth sheepskin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads, make genuine business connections, and get premier brand exposure? This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are kicking off in Seattle, Portland, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, and Phoenix in January. Register today using the promo code CANNABISRADIO20, all spelled in caps as one word, CANNABISRADIO20, to take 20% off at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Sponsorship opportunities are available. Register today at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back once again. This is, uh, you know, just again, really important, not just limited to Michigan. This is all about anyone out there listening. Go to the MyCompassion.org website. There's so much good information, so many good links, so much you know, uh, educational resources available. And this is what this organization is all about. And I know there's certain research uh, efforts going. There's 
you know, all this openings, <laughs> you've been hit door after door closing your face for the first several years, I would say, uh, more than most, that, you know, but kept pushing through and kept knocking on those doors, and now the doors are finally opening. And one of the things I really wanted to touch on, it's touched on in our book, The Cannabis Conundrum, which definitely, if you haven't checked it out, go on Amazon right now. It's 99 cents for the ebook or 9.95 or 9.99 on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. Check it out. It's got a lot of great insight. But your chapter makes a specific distinction between federal and state nonprofits. Can you quickly touch on the difference between those two? So what I learned in the very beginning, anybody can file for a state nonprofit. They have really no accountability to the public and any money that they make can be taken with them when they leave or at any given time. It's their money. In a federal charity, it is a, it's a public charity, and that's why donations are tax deductible because that money stays with the organization, first off. It's not to be saved, it's to be spent on education and on your mission on what you do. The, there's a lot of rules and regulations in that, and you are accountable to the public. You have to open your books to, for everything, and, um, So the thing that really it does for businesses and what I talk about also is the importance of um, um, philanthropy in corporate charitable giving is the education we provide expands this for everyone and every uh, business in this industry. So yes, it's Reaching 5,000 people on April 20th is 5,000 more people that eventually will be calling these businesses. And this is what we do. We, you know, like the American Cancer Society, I hate the comparison, but it's a, it's a big nonprofit, 501c3, that came along a long time ago to help people learn about cancer. And yeah. then, of course, they grew very large and now really, you know, advocate I don't I, I don't know in, ma- in the manner but, but are very uh, inform people more in in the traditional chemo and things like that this is what we do is teaching people about cannabis um, for those conditions and you know someday we we will be big as them and uh, are bigger hopefully yeah. we can replace some right exactly. <laughs> hopefully we can replace some with the chemo and that not maybe not always but well you know there's it's always going to be the the, the, the always going to be two sides there's always going to be different opinions but you know when you see and this is what I want to tell you well you shared, you said I've been to a bunch of these events I've contributed I've wanted to I've flown out there and I you know get to meet amazing people the moms the children that are sick I just want to give a quick shout out it was our buddy Landon's birthday recently yes uh, you know and one happy of the birthday guys, Landon yeah, awesome dude nine years old but like been leukemia and all of chemo two, since two years old and to see him you know it's like and his mom and all these other moms and kids and to hear their stories and their fight and they're constantly fighting and they're but to see it hey happy birthday it's all you gotta say is like nine years old he's still here with us he's not no he's just here with us he's an amazing guy and that's kind of stuff that keeps us all going that's the real fight we're fighting for this is not a, about the money this is about the people that are impacted and again I just really want to say thank you for all your efforts even I know you you know you know I've got I got your back and this is something that you know 
this is really important, people. If you're listening, check it out, My Compassion. It's it's definitely one of the good organizations out there. And uh, come to Michigan for 420 Expo if you're around or available or just want to come to a great event. And there's a lot of exciting new things. We're not going to dive into it so much today, but there's a lot of other exciting things that I know that you're working on, Heidi, and My Compassion. And um, it's going to be doing amazing things for many years to come. Congratulations on a 10-year anniversary. We'll celebrate the 15th, the 20th, and many more together. Um, anything else sure. you want to share just as, a, as, you know, as we wrap in this, this awesome show up today about my compassion or any insight you want to give to our listeners before we, we sign off? Um, well, I just want to thank everyone for the last 10 years of their support because it, it does take more than just one, but it starts with an idea and from the heart in that will carry and ripple on so we're determined to be here until the job is done and that's going to be for years oh, yes. <laughs> and um, please just check us out and um, we appreciate everyone's support in the last 10 years and we look forward to working with everyone and their support for many more years yep awesome and then again if you're interested in learning more about my compassion or about the challenges of running a nonprofit uh, in the cannabis industry, check out Heidi's chapter in the Cannabis Conundrum. It's awesome. And um, we'll post links to all this when we post this show. But thanks everyone for listening. Again, thanks everyone for just being part of this industry. If you've got good intentions, got good karma, it's going to all come back to us. And thanks to everyone at CannabisRadio.com, producers and uh, founders, everyone out there doing the, and spreading the word and, and educating the masses. Um, again, it's going to be a lot of fun in April. It's always fun to catch up with you, Heidi. Look forward to seeing you soon. And uh, and everyone, make sure to stop by and say hello. I love it when people stop by and say hi. So make sure you're, you're never inconveniencing me at um, always stop and say hi to us. Yeah, and also if you're you know looking at Michigan, I've got people looking at Michigan businesses and opportunities in the space. You know, touch base with my compassion. They have a good you know Rolodex, as they say in the old days, of contacts. That we people. do. I said I feel like the Wilma Flintstone. There you go. Been around <laughs> since you know there was uh, fax machines and cassette tapes and all that good stuff. Yeah, so. for sure. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure. My pleasure, always. And again, thanks everyone for tuning in today. Send any questions, comments through social media at Doc Rob. Doc Rob's on Instagram. You know, check out Concierge for Better Living on Facebook page. And again, everyone out there, I just wish you all the best in health and happiness. This is Doc Rob, your Concierge for Better Living, signing off today. Be well. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.